let us pray for his word of compassion grace and power to come and meet us loving heavenly father we thank you for this evening of joy to get together blessings healings and deliverances we are very sure that you are with us right now to bless us according to mighty and matchless and immeasurable grace and compassion your grace can do anything in this world we love you lord we thank you lord we fall at your feet even at this moment and you ask for your presence and your glory to fill us take us through lord for your own glory speak to us lord in your holy and precious name we do pray amen 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 for this evening simple meditation let's take the scripture written at roman chapter 1 verse 17 book of roman chapter 1 verse 17 has been taken for this evening simple meditation the bible says the just the righteous man shall live by his faith he will live by his faith on his god that is why the holy scriptures being repeatedly written in the entire bible non stop galatians chapter 3 verse 11 hebrews 10:38 and habakkuk chapter 2 verse 4 repeatedly confirm that we will live by faith Many years ago there was a political leader in South India his name was Mr Kamaraj When he was a little boy he was in his village going with his mother to enjoy one of the carnivals taken place in the village To add color to the carnival there used to be the march of the elephants brought from the neighboring towns neighboring forest and the elephants were so new to this particular celebration where the crackers and all fireworks were taking place one particular elephant just came from the jungle boundaries where she was living all through her life seeing the town very first time all colorful decorations and the fireworks made her so mad she started running throwing the driver of the elephant from her neck and threw him away and she started running into the crowd people were screaming and running for their own lives nobody could control her and the elephant driver was thrown far away when he was flying he dropped the hook with which he could control the elephant on the ground there was a great mess nobody could help each other and this little boy kamaraj was watching all this calamity and he wanted to help this poor people he just released himself from the hand of his mother started running into the crowd his mother was screaming and crying behind him kamaraj do not go the elephant is mad she will come and stamp over you please be careful stay back and he wouldn't listen to her he was running all the way to the point where the hook of the elephant was laid down on the ground it was just lying there 
He went and picked up. He was holding it so tight in his hand. It was hoop made up of iron. And with a great faith and hope, a kind of a confidence, he proved himself brave and courageous, running all the way against the face of the elephant. People are running for their lives. Unstoppable, uncontrollable, the wild mad elephant suddenly paid his, her attention towards this little boy who was standing there in the midst of the road, not being afraid of anything, holding the iron hook in his hand. The elephant was looking at the equipment and instrument which was in the hand of comrade. I don't know what happened. The elephant came close to him and knelt down before him, seeing the hook which was in his hand and started obeying him. This has been written in the history of Tamil leaders. When I was reading this particular article, my heart was moved. Eight years old boy, the elephant could not even worry about anything but the hook in his hand. She could not look at his figure, personality, age, stature, but the hook, the controller, the magic button, which was in his hand. Even today, we are living in a different world. So many things have been coming against us like mad elephants. And the band people call us, they really talk so mad. They make you mad. They use such words that you cannot tolerate. When the people call at you, when the people approach you, wherever you go, you see the madness. The words are now different in this world. The honesty is no more honored. The hard work is not respected anymore. The faithful is not recognized. The world is gone so far away from the basic ethics of this world. How are we going to live? This was the prayer and petition of Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 1, 2, and 3, especially verse 2 and 3. God, how are we going to live in this world? Why are you silent? Why are you silent? The whole chapter of Habakkuk was a cry unto God. Lord, your people are trapped and taken like fish by the net. Why are you silent? When the whole world is in turmoil, why are you silent? This was the constant cry of Habakkuk. The Lord moved in compassion and he started speaking with an answer unto him. Chapter 2 verse 4 he said, Do not be worried about my people. Even in the midst of all these situations, they will still live by their faith on God. Even today my friends, Satan is not worried about your age, your personality, your experience, your education, your qualification, your wealth, your background. He is bothered and worried about the little faith that is in your heart. Like the elephant held down before Kamaraj looking at the hook in his hand. By just looking at the little faith which is in your hand. Elephants are kneeling down before you. God said to Habakkuk, don't worry. I have already given them sufficient power and strength. In the name of faith, that they will go through in this world. My sweet friends. The just, the righteous man shall live by faith. 
how he becomes righteous romans chapter 3 verse 28 romans chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 the bible says when the person comes to god and believe that he is the real one who is the creator of the whole universe he is the savior of the world the moment he believes in him something happens in him and he comes into the grace romans chapter 5 verse 1 says that we enter it five verse one and two we enter into the grace by just believing in god there was a person to be executed in japanese jail in 1945 at the end of the second world war the leadership of the nation was so offended by the unwanted people who really robbed their own people making use of the war situation and the government decided to hang them off one of them was aiwata most notorious fellow the whole jail was full of his followers so many of the leaders followed aiwata to be hanged the very next day the previous evening something happened a wonderful little sister somebody some little sister she wrote a letter to him she was dying of tb in the neighbor, nearby hospital she wrote a letter to him aiwata i read through the newspaper that you are going to die tomorrow i am also given one day time to die but i am not scared to die i am going to see my jesus would you like to have the same jesus in your life that you will also see me tomorrow in heaven goodbye see you there in heaven a small piece of letter i just make it short a beautiful letter written by the dying unknown sister the letter was given to iwata he was not interested to read it after 11 o'clock in the midnight he became restless tomorrow in the morning i'm going to die what am i going to do in this world let me read this little letter somebody wrote for me the lord spoke to him through the letter he broke down and started crying if there is a god who can give me heaven who is still willing to forgive me i need that god till around 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning he was crying the whole jail was echoing with his cry pleaded for the lord's forgiveness upon his life and his priest says the lord forgave him as a sign he started rejoicing he was singing songs making his own words and singing songs great joys and his friends from other cells they responded and said aiwata what happened to you we are all in tears you are rejoicing aiwata said i am sending a letter to you with his request the letter was given to all his followers to be read before he would be hanged my sweet friends almost the entire prison became a church and officers came they asked him what was his last wish he said please don't delay hang me as early as possible i cannot wait to see my savior i had to go and see my sister who brought me into this light my sweet friends even today there is only one hope there are so many millions of ways for you to be destroyed but to be saved 
but to be restored there is only one way that is our lord jesus christ the moment he comes to moment you come come to him with a great heart of faith upon him the same second the bible says if you read roman chapter 15 verse 13 joy and peace which come by faith will fill your heart and 611 book of hebrews all the promises of god in bible will automatically become your own property the entire bible becomes your own property everything which is written in bible becomes your own that is the greatest blessing you can ever enjoy in this world every promise and assurance about your business your future your body your sickness everything and everything regarding your life has been mentioned in bible the entire bible becomes your own property you can take any word by faith unto god unto your own heart unto your own family that is why second corinthian chapter 1 verse 20 says every promise in bible becomes yes and amen in jesus to those who are believing in him every promise written to abraham given to prophet moses given to king david given to the apostles and the saints in the holy scripture become your own property within a single minute you become the richest man in the whole world possessing the most expensive and priceless word of god even today he is assuring you you shall live by faith yes my friends the life is so precious we have to live we are not supposed to exist in this world but to live the bible says if you read third john verse 2 he wants us to live in everything not one thing not two things not three things sometimes some people say i'm living in business dying at home i'm living in in, in my house like a king i'm dying in my business god doesn't want you to live in one aspect and die in the other aspect he wants you to live in every aspect of your life so he says by faith you will live this is the only option given in this world we cannot always live by hard work hard work is needed we cannot always live by our external efforts the first are needed but more than all we need something called faith faith on god what is faith on god hebrew chapter 11 verse 6 says one who comes to god must believe that he is and he rewards when we seek him diligently he is that's it god is he is with me he is with my family he is in my health he is in my sickness he is in my weakness he is in my house in my loneliness he is in my needs he is with my daughters he is with my sons he is in my past he is in my present he is in the future he is that's it god is it is simple as well as not simple why we need faith because our god is an invisible god the bible says god Colossians chapter 1 verse 15 John 1:18 First Timothy 6:16 and First Timothy 1:17 
and Hebrews 11:27 all these words and say our god is invisible we could not see him it is not an easy to see god in the 20th chapter when you read from 19 onwards the bible says the lord was appearing to thomas a great apostle and the lord said you are believing because you see me blessed are those who believe me without seeing me god wants us to believe without seeing him it is possible to meet god in person it is possible to see him but he wants us to believe without seeing him that is why we are recommended to have such an extraordinary faith to see god as if as he is already visible to your own spirit how is it possible my sweet friends there are two experiences in christian world one is living by feelings and another is living by faith why god wants us to live by faith the feelings do not continue for a long time for example you are wearing a reading glasses sometimes i say i use them first day you feel them so heavy on your face second day lesser than the before lesser than before third day fourth day you don't feel the weight at all on the fifth day it happened to me once wearing the glasses on my face i was still searching for my glasses i was literally wondering where i kept my reading glasses they were already on my face why i could not feel it why i could not feel it it became part of me when something becomes part of me i cannot feel the feelings are gone disappeared everything which becomes part of us they are losing its feeling you know something there was a story from a village a couple got engaged the young man was going by bicycle just ringing the bell all the way in a maximum speed possible those days the boy and girl they could never meet before they get married that's a good policy to maintain even now i suppose anyway He was just ringing the bell half a kilometer away from the house before he was passing that particular house of his bride. Hundreds of cycles used to go the petting cycles. So this fiance would be coming from the kitchen all the way running through all the rooms and she'll come to the main gate facing the road or against the street and she will just come and wave her hands to him hi exactly the same moment the cycle would pass by also it became a show in the village every day how this girl could understand the ringing of the bell of the cycle half a kilometer distance all thought they'd be the most beloved and understanding couple in the whole future wedding took place Six months later, the same husband, after the wedding, coming and knocking at the door of the front door, knocking, knocking for thirty minutes. You did not come and open. At last, he came and just opened the door and said, "Oh, I thought some beggar was knocking at the door. You came so early. I never knew that you would come so early like this. Please welcome. Come inside." He was looking at her. Six months before wedding, you could hear me half a kilometer away. 
now i am standing at the door and banging for 30 minutes you could not hear me what happened nothing happened my friends the wedding has taken place they become one flesh they become one many a times the excitements are gone the emotional attachments are gone they would be waiting for each other he would go 30 minutes before the bride comes and waits on the road to fetch her but now she is waiting and waiting this boy is not coming why they became one the feeling aspects are remote now they have to live by faith live by love not by emotions it's happening all through the mind when something becomes your own when something becomes part of you whether it's a, a kind of an ornament the things that you use whatsoever when it becomes part of you you cannot fit when god becomes part of you you cannot feel him in the time of salvation we experience him we feel him we rejoice after some months we feel there is something missing nothing is missing the lord god has gone into the inner part of your soul he has become part of you you and god have become one that's what second corinthians 317 says that we are one in jesus we have become one automatically the things happen that we become one we go out of the feeling aspects in the time of the holy spirit when we get anointed we have supernatural experience of, of his presence then we think that what happened to me where is the anointing i don't feel anything as before nothing has nothing has gone wrong the lord has gone into the inner chambers of your life he has become part of you many times when we go to church we feel the presence of god we feel god moves over there when we come out or from monday morning we don't feel anything around that does not mean that god has left you he has gone inside of you he has become part of you he is part of your house part of your business part of your life part of your mind body and soul when god becomes part of you when god becomes one with you you cannot feel him all the time what is the use faith what is faith he is whether i feel him or not he is whether i see him or not he is whether i hear him or not he is he is job chapter 23 Seven, eight, and nine. He is screaming. I could not feel God. It is true that He is walking around me. It is true that He is with me. He passes through me, but I could not feel Him. Hudson Taylor, such a great man, who shook the entire land of China in his last days. He was writing an article about his prayer life. He said, "I don't feel anything now. I feel myself dead." even when i pray i can't feel anything i want to pray emotionally but i could not do as before i want to shout and scream and pray with all my passion but i don't feel so like those things but i pray and he says but the miracles are many now the answers are many now i am a dead man in my heart i don't have any feelings but now when i pray the miracles are many When I preach, hundreds of people are coming to the Lord without questioning. I don't understand 
but i know there is something happening even when i do things with feeling or without feeling hudson taylor was out of his head i could not feel anything now but i see things happening with my own eyes mother teresa she was writing an article in the last stage of her life similar thing she has been writing i don't feel anything nowadays i am so scared i don't feel god as before i am scared but i'm one but i'm sure of one thing i believe first timothy second timothy 112 i believe in the lord i believe in whom i put my trust i believe whom i have i know whom i know whom i have believed i am very sure of the one in whom i have put my trust and faith my sweet friends many times we go beyond feelings our feelings cannot be countered as a sign of god's presence hundreds of times we go beyond feelings one day i was hosting missionaries who came to india it happened in 1999 approximately around that time i was hosting missionaries they came from foreign countries you know what happened i put them in a nice hotel i didn't have money to host them they were staying for so many days the bills were piling up every day at last the manager told me dinsha sir i know you are a christian priest i know you will not deceive me i will wait till your guest go and check out you can pay me later i said okay but i was restless the bills were piling up every day thousands and thousands all those days i was in tears god do me something i want to settle these bills i can't afford i have to do something don't put me to shame please remember me not even a word from god not even a revelation i could not even feel god heard that prayer stay doing the ministry here yeah. that manager told me it's okay it's only 5 10:30 in the morning sir you have time till 5:30 till 5 o'clock and 30 minutes you have time please don't take it seriously send off your beloved guest with all your joy go and drop them in airport and come i'll wait for you i dropped them at the airport i was returning to the hotel with so much of tears what am i going to do by 5:30 i must pay such a huge amount when i returned to the hotel it was around 2:30 the manager said sir the room is still empty you can rest for looking so tired enjoy your stay you have time till 5:30 i don't know he was giving me the grace time voluntarily i went to the room room number 202 i knelt down I used all my faith. I screamed the maximum possible. I confessed all the promises I knew. All sorts of prayers I could ever do. And 5 o'clock 
25 minutes no sign of god's miracles upon my life i thought i was totally finished 5 o'clock and 30 minutes if i do not go down that in charge will come to the room or he will call me i made the final prayer to god god if you can really help me help me otherwise let your second coming come let your second coming take place now i don't want to go and see that in charge he loved me he trusted me he waited for 16 days i cannot put him to shame please do something i was visiting the hotel almost every day for 16 days to host them i knew i never knew how many steps were in the hotel so far but that day i knew how many steps were i was walking step by step i was coming down on the steps as slow as possible that i could borrow something five o'clock in 40 minutes i reached the reception the reception manager stood up and said good evening sir i could not respond to him i know it was not a good news for him and he said thank you brother john thank you the reason i believe in christians they always keep their word thank you so much the person whom you sent he came and paid the bills exactly at 5:30 what i sent somebody no way i was in the room i could never approach and call anybody no it's not possible is that i got my money he said that you sent him it's up to you to believe it sir the money is here it's paid the balance cash is waiting for you the receipts are ready why are you so shocked to know this you sent him he said hiding said anyone tell me sir what happened he said sir exactly at 5:30 somebody walked into the bright and brilliant face he straight away spoke to me said is brother john staying at 202 i said yes and also i said sir he will come now he will come by 5:30 the person said no he will not come now anyway i come to settle his debts he asked me to do so he paid all the money and said give the balance to him i take leave that glorious person was returning waiting for me and his in charge wanted to know what was his name he said sir excuse me may i know what's your name what shall i tell to brother john the one who came stood and turned to him he stopped and he turned to him and gave him a broad smile and said tell him that i came he will understand tell him that i came he will understand and he walked out when i heard this i started sobbing i know who came i missed it i could have come running down a bit faster i missed it i missed it i missed the opportunity of seeing his glorious face I missed him sir I missed him at 10 minutes I could not come back by 5:30 but I never knew that he was doing this for me I never knew that he was waiting for me I never knew that he was already present to settle my bills I never knew that. 
I was in the room crying, but he was here doing everything for me. Went back to the same room to cry. I was thanking God, crying for so many minutes. I could not stop sobbing. First reason was the miracle. Second was I missed him. Lord, I missed him. Lord, I missed him. My sweet friends. The Bible says when you read Dan Daniel chapter three, if you can read from fifteen to the end, the Bible says these great men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they were thrown into the fire, and the history says. The furnace was seven miles away from the palace of Babylon. They were carried all the seven miles. They were crying, God, please come and help us. They were pleading in the palace. They were crying all the way. They could have surely prayed even at the mouth of the furnace, at the entrance of the furnace. They would have been crying, God, please do something for us. But there was no response from God, and they were thrown into fire. The Bible says they did not fall into fire. They fell on the bosom of God. Hallelujah. They fell on the bosom of God. It was like an air-conditioned room. They were just wondering what's happening around. They saw there was someone holding them. And they understood it was God. And they would have asked God, Why, Lord, you didn't come to the palace to help us? Why you never came to help us on the way? Why you never came to help us at the entrance of the furnace? The Lord would have said, "My children, I have already come here. I have come before you. You are still in the palace. I have already come before you to make the way ready for you, to make the furnace an air-conditioned room for you." And God would have said, even before the fire was set against you, I was here. I was gone before you to come here to receive you. You are today, in this day. This is Saturday. We are on the fifth of August. We are today here talking with each other. But the presence of God already gone to the sixth of August, seventh of August, eighth of August. We are in the month of August. God has already gone to the month of September to make everything ready for. You are in the year 2020. God's presence has gone to 2021 to make everything ready for you. Every midnight, 12 o'clock, He is there to receive you, my son. Come into the new day. Be of good cheer. I am already here to receive you. Do not be afraid of the loans, the rents, the salaries you're supposed to pay. Don't worry about the court case which is waiting for you. Do not be scared about. Things which are spoken against you, I have already come into this day to receive you, that I can get you onto my arms to take you into the new day. Lord, I was all alone crying in the room. I was waiting for your presence. I was waiting for your word. That's good. I knew all these things happening in your room, but I have come all the way to the new day to receive you to make everything ready for you. God has gone into the future to make everything ready for you. When you are struggling to enjoy His presence here, when you are struggling to feel for Him or feel with His presence, He has already gone before you into the future to make everything ready for you. Do not be scared and worried, my dear friends. Psalm, Isaiah chapter forty-five, two, three, and four. I have already gone before you. I will go before you to set right things before you. 
I already go before you. The Holy Spirit of the Lord says, many times when you are not feeling the presence, when you are not feeling anything happening visibly around you, I have already gone to the next realm to receive you. I have gone to the next week to receive you. I have gone to the next city to receive you. My dear sister, you are getting married. You are worried about your husband's house. How it will be? Nothing will go wrong. Jesus Christ will go before you. He will be waiting for you at the gate of the in-laws, at the door of your husband's house. He will be there to receive you. Are you worried about the operation which is going to take place? Are you concerned about the surgery which is going to take place in a few days' time? Nothing to worry. He shall be there at the operation theater to receive you. He will take you inside. Are you worried about the date, day of death? You are maybe you may be saying, I am counting my days. I am 80 plus or 90 plus whatsoever. How it's going to be? The Lord shall go before you to receive you into the eternal arms of His glory. Many a times we search for Him in the present. It is true, He is in all three tenses. That's why the Bible says, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14, His name is I am the time. I am the time. I am always I am. My sweet friends, even today, we feel a kind of an emptiness in the long term. Many people speak to me personally, sir. Even though I believe in God, I'm scared. I believe in God, but I don't feel Him. I believe in God, but I don't see Him. I, I believe in God, but I could not see anything happening visibly in my life in a dramatic way. Because it has already gone before you to receive you into the new life and future. Let us really cheer up and thank God for this experience. By faith, we know He is with us. He is so invisible. And there are so many things which God gives us, they are invisible. Our blessings have been stored up in the invisible kingdom of God. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 9 and Isaiah chapter 64 verse 4 confirms that the Lord has preferred so many things for us which are not seen by the human eyes. Our eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, the hearts have not conceived. The great and mighty things God has preferred for us. My sweet friends, God has prepared unspeakable, immeasurable blessings for us. They are in His hands. They are invisible for you. You could not see it. The plan that God has made for us, they are invisible. The house which God is building for us, now it's invisible. The place God takes you now, it's invisible. It is invisible to our own eyes, our own understanding. Because it's invisible. We need to have faith to believe that it is waiting for us. My sweet friends, there are two kinds of waitings in this world. We are obeying the commandment. Two kinds of waitings. One is waiting with the knowledge of when and what. When it's going to come to an end, what is waiting for me? And second is waiting without knowing. How long is this going to be? When may problems come to an end? Psalm 74, 9. There is nobody to tell us how long this problem will go. That is the greatest level of faith that God expects from us. First Peter 1, 7 says, Our faith is tested every day. 
when we are waiting with the knowledge of the date and time and what is waiting for us that faith that waiting they are not at all considered as a great achievement in the kingdom of god because we know this is what going to happen in these many days my wedding will take place in these many days i'm going to have a house in these many days the lord will use me mightily in these many days things are going to happen but we are trying to be following the second pathway not knowing exactly when is going to take place what is going to take place the things that i'm hoping for glory to god how can we go into this path how can we live in this path very simple we must know our god is the god of compassion when he allows us to go through such a path of uncertainty he also does something that our faith will not be shaken mark chapter 9 verse 24 the father of the child was pleading with god saying jesus help me to believe i need your help to believe i need your help i want you to help me that i can believe and god did help him and god strengthened his faith romans chapter 14 verse 1 says we are all weak in faith our faith is weak how come it becomes weak our faith is so strong when we hear the word and when we obey the word when the days go by her faith is shaken everyone's faith would be shaken the main reason is when we do not know the exact time of our release and the way of release our faith is shaken that is why the bible says when you read chapter 15 of genesis the faith of abraham was extremely strong and chapter 17 if you read from 17 his faith was shaken and the bible says he was even willing to, he was even falling down to the ground and started laughing the bible says abraham prostrated down down to the ground and he started laughing at the word he could not believe it his faith was shaken so god does a miraculous thing for a faith to be established the bible says if you read luke chapter 22 verse 31 and 32 it was a beautiful portion which attracted my attention today god god spoke to peter straight away he said peter satan has come and asked me permission to test you to try you to sift you as wheat he obtained the permission from me when i was praying to god in gethsemane he also came in between and said jesus it's okay Please hand over the chief apostle into my hand. Matthew chapter 10 verse 1 and 2. The Bible says he was the chief of the apostles. Chief man. Chief person. So Satan said, it's okay Jesus. I could not touch you. But I can touch this fellow. The chief of the apostles. Who has been following you so diligently. Fisher of men. The one who is counted one of the pieces of rocks for the churches to be built on him. And Ephesians 2.19 says the apostles and prophets, they become the foundation stones along with the cornerstone of our Lord Jesus for the church to be built. Even in that crucial moment, 
the lord gave the, the lord did two things one is satan it's okay i give you permission to touch my fellow you can swift him as wheat it's okay but i will pray to god he will never say no to me that his faith will not be shaken peter i have given permission to satan to try you as swift you like wheat but i have already prayed for you it is true that you are going to be tried tempted satan has already obtained permission to touch you but he cannot touch your faith because i have already prayed for you my prayer will protect you i have prayed for you i have prayed for you who prayed hebrew chapter 12 verse 2 the author and finisher of faith he is the author and the perfecter of our faith some years ago a great man of god passed away in india his young wife was shaken by the accident and many thought she would run away from faith and she would deny god and after he passed away she started preaching gospel more than him people could not believe in the way she was standing and preaching about the love of god even i was touched by the way god was really moving in her progress her writings became very powerful compared to those days anyway she was regular in her programs without the shade of shadow upon her face and i was about to meet her one day i met her briefly i told her my elder sister i really admire your faith on god how can you still believe and confess that our god is good and god is powerful how can you still wholeheartedly say these statements in every program she smiled at me and said john i was born again before i got married i am a child of god from my childhood this faith i received from jesus when i was a young child when i was a little girl jesus entered into my heart this faith on jesus the living god came into my heart when i was a little child all my walk with god already took place before i got married it is not my husband who gave me this faith that i may lose when he passes away this faith has been given by god himself the eternal and living god therefore as long as god lives my faith will live my sweet friends if anything could be the reason for your faith when the reason is removed your faith is removed when anything could be the reason for your hope on god when that substance is removed when the person is removed your faith will be removed your faith has been given by god himself author and perfecter of faith he is praying now to god how is he praying romans chapter 8 verse 26 He is praying in our weaknesses with the words which cannot be uttered. 8:34 He is pleading for us. First King, first John chapter 2 verse 1. He is interceding for us to the heavenly Father. And Hebrew chapter 7 verse 24 and 25. The Bible says, 
He is praying for us day and night. Without ceasing, he has been praying for us, interceding for us. Heavenly Father, don't forsake us, Lord. Don't give him up. Please remember him. Lord, remember the way he was walking for you. Remember the ancient love, the first love he had. Remember the prayers your daughter was doing in the college days and school days. She was hiding in the bathrooms, hiding in the bedrooms, and praying day and night for her own salvation and the salvation of family members. Look at this boy Charles. He was praying for three, four hours a day for the anointing, for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Do not forsake this girl. He has been praying and praying. You know something? The reason your faith is not shaken today, even in the midst of uncertainties, even though you could not see so many things which are already present in spirit world, it's the prayer of the Lord Jesus Christ. He didn't even, he prayed for you even 2,000 years ago. John chapter 17 verse 20, the Bible says, it was the prayer of the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, I not only pray for those who are going to hear the gospel there are so many generations who will hear the gospel. They will listen to the words of these apostles. I pray for them also right now. I am praying for them also immediately. Now itself. Before I go to the cross. Before I leave this human body. I want to finish praying for John Brahmacharan. I want to finish praying for all my daughters and sons. I want to pray for everyone. Do you know that? The Supreme God, the Almighty Father, was praying for you from Gethsemane Garden. Can you imagine? He prayed for a marriage. He prayed for his salvation. He prayed for your faith. He prayed for the restoration of your child. He already prayed 2,000 years ago when the sweat of blood and when he was sweating the blood in the Gethsemane Garden. He was groaning the whole night and he was crying. Hebrews chapter 5 verse 7 says, He was screaming and crying and shouting with a great loud voice and praying to God for a salvation. And he remembered you and me. And you were already praying. And not only that, you're going to preach the gospel in the villages. There are hundreds of people. They have been already prayed. They were remembered in the presence of God. Their names already mentioned in the book of life. Jesus Christ prayed for all the people who are attending our meetings. Even today, I'm preaching the gospel. You are hearing from so many countries. Jesus already prayed for you. You are going to preach to somebody tonight or tomorrow. God already prayed for you. Go in boldness to go any part of the world. Anyone who hears the gospel, they were already in the prayer. God prayed for Jesus prayed for them. The Almighty Jesus prayed for them. The intercessor Jesus prayed for them. Everyone's name has been mentioned in Gethsemane. God in the Heavenly Father. I am strongly believing that Jesus even prayed for me, my family, my ministry, and all my friends and relatives have been already covered by the prayer of our Lord Jesus Christ. My sweet friends, he has been praying day and night. That's why he is able to save us completely to the fullness. And Jude chapter, sorry, Jude 24, 25 also says, He will redeem and save us with all wholesome salvation. We will fully covered, fully healed, and fully delivered. He would not leave us halfway through. That's why Hebrews chapter 7, 24 and 25. He will pray for us that we'll fully be saved, fully be recovered, fully be restored, fully be settled in this life. 
in this world and also in heaven glory be to god one day i was in mauritius i was just praying for the little ministry which was ahead of me suddenly a great burden came into my heart i said lord i don't have a prayer partner i don't have prayer partners i'm going here and there i don't have a bulletin i don't have a magazine i don't have a routine program i cannot write to my friends to pray for me i am a sojourner i am just walking here and there for you what is this lord how can i survive with the, the chain of prayer partners who can pray for me at the end of my prayer the lord jesus said john i am praying for you i am praying for you even today my friends he is praying for me he is praying for me he is praying for you nobody can pray like jesus prays his prayer will never be unanswered i was visiting one of the military nations i was staying in somebody's house it was so late for me to go and get the permission from the military camp to stay you need to obtain a certificate a letter from the military officer to stay in any, in any house over there i could not obtain a letter it was a bit late so i said okay tomorrow we can handle it but 2 o'clock in the early morning the military search came anybody without the permission they would be taken even the house hosting me will be in problem they were in a great panic situation i never understood what was happening anyway the host came into my room and said brother hide yourself the military is searching it's called the military search it will go to the early morning we don't know how to help you anyway we could not obtain the pass yesterday it's a mistake it's a crime we will be in a kind of a problem if you are found please somehow hide yourself that could hide myself i was somehow kneeling down on the bed i covered myself with a mosquito net i was just praying god do something i was praying till almost 3 o'clock when i was still in prayer the military officers came into the house they came into the hall they were almost entering into the walkway to get into the bedrooms i could hear them talking i could hear them walking i started sweating pleading with god for a miracle they were about to enter into the walkway to the rooms they got a message on the walkie talkie enough return search enough return it was a miracle for me but so many weeks later after i returned to india i met a godly woman auntie sharal she was one of the golden women i know in the city of chennai sorry auntie bell she was meeting me in one of the programs and said john you know something on this particular date sharp at 2 o'clock jesus woke me up and said pray for john pray for john i was praying for you for more than one hour till jesus said enough i said auntie that's the exact time i was in a kind of a need i wanted someone to pray 
how sweet it is that you bring for me exactly the same heart of my beating, my sweet friends. Even today, the Lord Jesus Christ is praying for your faith. Anything may happen, but Satan cannot take away your faith from your heart and from your life. That's why Job also could stand in faith, not by his own power. When God granted permission to Satan to touch him, he also sent an amount of faith in the heart of Job. That's what I believe. The faith, the faith gave him such an extraordinary belief in God. If you read chapter 1 verse 21 and also 2 verse 10, he claims certain things which are impossible to believe. And he says, he gave and he has taken away. He gave, he has taken away. And to then he says, it is God who allowed all these things. We must happily receive it. You know what happens? Many a times when we have burdens upon our shoulders, we can't believe that it is from God. But Lamentation chapter 3 verses 27 and 28 say, we should believe that it is from God. That is faith. This wife, God has given me. This husband, God has given me. It could be a disobedient wife, could be an arrogant husband, maybe a disobedient child, child which is not fit for any good works. Sometimes we consider some of our prayer requests or some of prayer to say, Sir, our son is becoming a burden for us. He's so arrogant. He's not following the family rules. He's always talking against us. It is true. All these visible things are happening in your life today. But that does not mean that the son is from Satan. Son is from Jesus. Your child is from Jesus. They are the inheritances from the Lord. They are from God. Jesus Christ created them for him. First Corinthians chapter 7 verse 14. They are holy. They are somehow from Jesus for us. But the situations don't recommend us to be believing so. Everything's contrary. Little job. We despise it. No, it is from God. Let us believe it's from God. Oh, this complicated, complicated business. Oh, God has given me this complicated business. God has given me this very less salary job. God has given me such a tough situation. God has laid this burden upon me. God has laid his parents on my shoulders. God has given his little children to me. I was visiting Dubai. I met a sister. She brought me a kind of a 11 years old girl, invalid child, could not speak or walk. Beautiful girl child. She could only smile or cry. Most of the time she was smiling. And I was asked to pray for her. I looked at the eyes of the mother. I could not see any sorrow in her eyes. I asked her, sister, how do you take it? She said, she is my beloved child, given by God. It is a gift of the creator for me. I believe she is from God, not from Satan, but from God. I asked her, how do you know this child is from God. Then she said, the child also brings me, along with the child, the Lord also sent me the grace to bring her. The child came with the grace. 
no mother can handle i said many mothers having similar child they are going bankrupt in mind in faith in the sense they lose their hope they really go off in mind they become so desperate depressed i see so many mothers in the clinic i could not see them any joy i could not see them in the joyful mood they are irritated they are tense they are yelling at others they are broken they have no way to live in this world but i am the only mother in the entire clinic when i take my child with a smiling face with a joyful face this child god gave me when i was praying for a child she is from god and the sister has got few more children too they were all okay and she said i treat my first daughter equal to all my other children she is no way inferior to them because she is also from god i know she is from god because god gave me the grace to deliver god gave me grace to nurse her god gave me grace to bring her up god gave me grace to give her medication god gave me grace to take her to the clinics god provided for all medications god gave me the caretaker god gave me the nurse god gave me the doctors god gave me the provision god gave me all the comforts my husband also has been helping me joyfully the whole family is loving her every day her birthday is the most joyful event in our lives because god sent her to me he also sent me the grace to handle her grace to love her grace to carry her grace to sustain her grace to take her any burden from god comes with a bundle of grace any responsibility from god comes with an amount of grace any position coming from god comes with an authority of jesus you don't need to worry about it just believe that your wife is from god don't find fault with her all the time don't try to run away from her you are always trying to find fault with your wife and you are really breaking the heart of jesus no just believe that she is your wife and god will give you the grace to live with her and god will give you the grace to accept you and love you also my sweet daughter just believe that the husband is from god nothing shall happen in the life without the knowledge and permission of god what so your reason for your marriage it is from god god will also give you the grace to live with him god will also give you the grace to change him god will also the grace to carry him all through your life if god gives he gives also the grace if god gives the journey he gives the grace also to make all the needs provided for the child if god gives you the program if god gives you the responsibility if god gives you the burden to carry he also supplies the strength and power to do it otherwise our faith will be shaken the lord sends forth even the grace along with it he allowed the poverty means he will also make a way for you to go through it if god allows this tight corner for you he will also make a way for you to escape whenever god allows anything upon our life he will also make a way he wants us to believe it lord i just believe that this company is from you i believe that this job is from you so i want to do it with all my heart
I just believe that these academic excellencies are from you. Lord, I believe that this course is by you and from you. I believe that you provided me this school. I believe that you gave me this promotion. You gave me the position. You gave me that particular degree to do. You gave me this Lord. I believe that this is from you. That the education is from you. The course is from you. My relatives are from you. All these responsibilities are from you. I believe it, Lord. I believe that. They're all my brothers. They're all my sisters. I believe that. You are blessing me with such a huge amount of responsibility on my shoulders. I believe that. What happens? The grace is also given to you. We have to believe it. This ministry God has given me. This opportunity God has given me. Or this particular situation God has allowed me to go through. The moment you believe it, your joy multiplies. Your life changes. Glory be to God. Faith in God. You must believe that he lives and he rewards. And finally, when we are waiting without knowing what is exactly ahead of us, this particular faith which brings God down to the ground for doing everything for you, by confirming every step of your life that he is with you with signs and wonders. There was a great man called Joseph. I admired at his character even today. If you read 37 verse 2, book of Genesis, the Bible says when he was 17 years old, he was sold out to be a slave. 17 years old. And the Bible says when you read 41, 46 book of Genesis, he was 30 years old when he became the prime minister. So he was waiting for 13 years. <clears throat> and verse 48, chapter 41, verse 48. The Bible says, seven years of famine, so 20 years gone. Seven years of famine. Can you just believe? 13 years and seven years. And when you read 45, verse 6, book of Genesis, Joseph says, Five more years of famine will be here. Two years of famine gone. Five more years of famine, which means he was meeting his family two years after the famine started. 22 years from the age of 17, he was missing his father. Of course, he was in a different situation. He could not do anything. But he became the prime minister at the age of 30. Can you just imagine? Tell me. You are missing your father for 13 years. Now he became the president of the United States. Your father is somewhere in African cities. You are the person with all diplomacy. You have an army. You have an ambassador. You have a kind of an outpost over there. You have all the rights to talk to the leaders of the nations. You became the president. Your father doesn't know where you are. But you know where is your father. You have a full power and authority. You are second in command of the world empire. The Egyptian dynasty. 
will it not run for your father will it not send somebody to bring your father will it not speak the intelligence to check whether the father is fine or not vero after he became the prime minister he was waiting for 9 years i would never do that 9 years of waiting whenever he was eating the burning food he would have been crying in heart my father he is in canaan that country is in a great need my father would be glad to know that i am the prime minister i can send some food for him i can send some goodies for him he would have been having the simple mail over there in canaan i am the prime minister let me at least go and see my father and 9 years god made it wait my heart was broken today when i was going through the passage 9 years he could go but he did not go why joseph did not want to help god he gave me the promise he has to do it he gave me the dreams he had to do it the dream brought me to egypt the same dream will bring my father also to egypt the revelation brought me to this position the same revelation will also bring my family to me god who brought me to egypt will also bring them to egypt he was waiting patiently holding his passion within his heart he was waiting and waiting and knowing that one day my father will come back to me he never wanted to help god many a times when our husbands are not converted when our wives are not changing we are making all the devices to bring them force them to come to believe in god no no you can share the gospel you did not create so many funny ways to bring them to god by your own force and techniques and technologies never the lord who could save you the lord who brought you to his knowledge can also bring him and bring her waiting and waiting it's not that easy I was waiting for the father to come he could but he did not what about his father he really gone one step higher 46 one and two 45 27 and 28 the bible says when jacob saw the chariot sent by joseph and understood that he was the prime minister of the nation of egypt the bible says he fainted to the ground he could not handle the shock and his spirit revived and he got into the chariot he did not go to egypt he went to bersheba bersheba he went and he stayed over there he was praying god it is true that my son is in egypt that does not mean that i should go now what do you say what do you say please let me know your will he was waiting upon god god said you can go to egypt and meet your son my sweet friends let us not try to help god joseph never wanted to help god we can wait wait this waiting period will not be a killing period for you because there is somebody praying for you he will hold you when we are waiting he will send his agents to help us how he helps us romans chapter 10 verse 8 he will send you the word of faith 
Romans 10, 17 says, when the word of God comes, the faith comes. We'll keep reading the word, meditating the word, keep hearing the word of God. Because Acts 19 verse 20 says, the word of God prevailed. So many voices will come. So many words will come and it will fill our heart. We'll be wondering what to do. But one word of God will come from the throne of grace. And in that one word will prevail all the words. All the words of doubts and confusions. All the statements of people against you will be defeated by one single word of faith which comes from the Lord Jesus through his holy word. And Hebrews 1.3 says, God sustains the whole universe by his word. And can't he bear you and sustain you by his wonderful words? Spoken word, written word? Yes, he will do it. The only option in the world is to read the Bible, to sustain in faith. There is no second option in this world possible, my friends. And then God does another miracle. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. He sends you the gift of faith. What is gift of faith? The faith with which you can move anything. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 2 and 3, even though I'm blessed with the gift of faith to move the mountains, St. Paul says so. Even though I'm blessed with the gift of faith to move mountains, gift of faith is given for others. What? Others, yes. When somebody's in need, the gift of faith comes upon you to help them out. You can believe for his healing. You can pray for his deliverance. Sometimes we may not be able to believe for our own deliverance, but we will have the faith to pray for somebody's deliverance. That's a miracle. That's a mystery. We will have one million loans. But when the prayer request is coming, brother, please pray for me, Lord. When you kneel down, the gift of faith is in operation in you. You will cry out and pray for a miracle to happen. Abraham was a childless man. If you read the Bible, say the 28th chapter of Genesis, the last three verses, he was waiting for a child. But the Abimelech and the entire group of people became barren by the curse of God. Abraham was praying, God, I'm a childless man. I don't have a child. Let my king Abimelech enjoy having a child. Let his family members have children. And the Bible says, God heard the cry of Abraham, the father of faith, and granted children to everyone in the kingdom of Abimelech. Do you know that? We will go through the physical ailments. When somebody says, brother, please pray, the gift of faith comes in us. We will pray for them. And the miracles come and meet them. There was a great man called Wickensworth, man of great faith. He was praying for healings of thousands of people every day. And one day when he was in the tent, getting ready for the meeting, people were waiting for him. He suffered with a kidney stones problem. He, the, suddenly the stones started moving in his kidneys. He could not bear the pain. He was screaming, God, God help me. Every day I'm praying for people, they're getting healed. The gift of faith is in operation. Now I am in a great need. And the secretary came and said, Sir, we have brought all you oil to pray. Please do pray. Our, our ushers will go and apply the oil on everyone. They are waiting for healing. And a huge container of olive oil was prayed by himself. 
and suddenly he said god let me be healed first and he poured out the entire oil upon himself for his own healing saint paul the book of Acts chapter 19 verses 11 and 2 even his garments could heal the sick people but same saint paul was crying to god second corinthians chapter 12 7 to 9 lord i am healing so many people through your power even my garments are healing people but i'm wearing the same garments on myself i'm wearing the same apparel i have not healed but my faith is healing hundreds of people second corinthians chapter 6 verse 9 and 10 lord i am poor but i'm making everyone rich around me my sweet friends it is true that we need to have faith for our own blessings but it's also a greater level of faith that god gives us to help this dying world and perishing world in midst of all your needs you can still be a blessing for somebody in midst of all your ailment you can still heal somebody in midst of all your financial problem you can still pray for the deliverance of somebody from the financial curse in midst of all your confusion still you can lead somebody to faith in midst of all your needs still you can be a blessing for someone the gift of faith is granted unto you and finally the bible says second corinthians chapter 4 verse 13 we are blessed with the spirit of faith that is the greatest blessing which god gives you when you are anointed he gives you the spirit of faith when you are blessed with the spirit of faith you will start believing as god believes himself you see things as god sees things you see at the impossibilities as god looks at them you think as god thinks when god looks at the matter he thinks whether it is possible or not for you he knew it is possible for you He knew it is going to be handled and settled in a miraculous way. When you look at the thing, you will see as God sees. When God sees the man, He knows that He can change him. And when you look at the same person, you will know that he will be changed. There is no metal which cannot melt before fire. There is no human soul in this world which cannot be changed by the love and power of God. When you look at the situations. you will see them as god sees them when you look at a man you will see him as a, as god sees him when you look at your problems you will see as if god sees them how sweet and great my friends when you look at the world when you look at the world of impossibilities as god sees them can you imagine when you look around all the impossibilities all difficulties standing around you you will simply see them as god sees them and you will start laughing at them rejoicing over them believing that god has already taken into his care my sweet friends our faith is so precious so that the bible says we believe by faith let us believe as god believes let us see as god sees with the help of the anointing of the spirit of faith shall we pray to god let us pray i am going to pray for a miracle to happen now that miracle is nothing but the spirit of faith come and fill you yes yes when the spirit of faith fills you 
all your doubts and confusions skepticisms uncertainties and disbelief unbelief will be removed automatically you will start seeing things as if god sees them i want you to see your future as god sees i want you to see your blessings as god sees i want to see your hidden treasures as god sees i want you to see your blessed future of your family as god sees i want you to see as god sees look at this world as god sees look at your children as god sees look at this world as god does you must look at yourself as god does then you will see a new person in you different person in you your eyes will see the hidden blessings of god you will not walk by feelings anymore my friends by faith feelings are uncertain feelings are changing but the faith never changes thank you lord second corinthians 124 says we live we serve we stand by faith i pray for you now loving heavenly father i pray for all my friends and relatives i pray for the spirit of faith to be confident i open my eyes of faith i see all of them now i stretch forth the hands of faith and place on all of them i pronounce the divine strength and healing to be placed upon them right now every spirit of infirmity and confusion and unbelief be removed by the presence and with the anointing of the spirit of faith let their faith grow let their faith multiply let their faith overflow let their faith fill them to the brim i just pray for miracles to happen by the faith which is already given to them lord i pray for the sciences to be healed I pray for the problem in the throat all the lump and tumor blocking the pathway be removed in Jesus name yes lord every kind of a problem which is counted to be fatal to be healed right now the spirit of healing now come upon everyone i exercise the given gift of faith in me now right now to pray for every need of my brother and sister i break open every iron door with the gift of faith i move every mountain away by the gift of faith which god has conferred me in my spirit i hold on to the hands of jesus and i pronounce the blessings of god upon every one of you this week be the week of miracles supernatural miracles of god the healings be innumerable and the miracles be uncountable in jesus name I pray that the hearts be consoled with the gift of faith with the word of faith with the spirit of faith in Jesus name I pray that the faith of God grow to even help others in the days to come I pray that the joy of the Lord Jesus Christ fill them as never before I pronounce the healings and deliverances I pronounce the peace and joy I pronounce your prosperity upon everyone Holy Spirit of the Lord let them see you Let them see the world. Let them see the future. 
Let them see the blessings with a spirit of faith from today. You will bless them, Lord. They have been waiting so long. Honor their faith. Honor their waiting. And bless them according to promises, Lord. In a holy and precious name, I do pray. Amen.